Welcome to Talking Chef. I'm Adam Moore. On this episode, we have Punk Princess of Pastry and a Polyview from the Shangri-La. But before we go there, a word from our sponsor. Chefs are passionate people. With every dish, they continually strive for perfection. But perfection demands quality. Quality they can trust to meet the challenges they face every day. That's why chefs choose Unox. Unox, challenge yourself. Contact Unox Australia to arrange your complimentary individual cooking session at info at unoxaustralia.com.au. Anna, welcome to Talking Chef. Thank Adam, you thank on. you so much for having me. Oh, it's like I'm hanging out with my best mate because we've been <laughs> mates for how many years now? A very long time. Yes. Um, and that's why I wanted to talk about your story and get it out there. Um, first of all, how did you? Why did you become a pastry chef? What What made you come into this industry? You know, everyone, a lot of people go to me. You know, were you always a pastry chef? No, I was always a kitchen chef. Kitchen chef, yeah. And then I was actually a big troublemaker, and I was gonna. I was working at Hotel Sofitel Melbourne, and uh, Marcus Moore. Yep. He's an amazing man, amazing and chef. Andy North as well, which looks after the casino yep. in Sydney. And you know, I was you know I was young. I wanted to go party, and you know, as we all know. Um, and then I was going to get thrown out of Hotel Sofitel. Then they said we, we're really desperate. We want to do a competition, team of four. We need you to do pastry. And I had no idea about pastry. So then I would go in on my days off, and you know, during work hours and whatever it may be. And then I saw that light. You know, I did really well in the competition, and then I went into pastry from there. And it's wow. very creative, you know, it's very creative and visual and all those things. So, yeah, that's how it all started. Did you have any inspiration when you were younger? Was mum a good cook or...? Uh, mum's a great cook, but I always surrounded myself with great chefs. So, you know, I had Catherine Boyden that just finished up with the Queen um, as her pastry chef and yeah. Julie Sharp that is the ambassador for Coco Barry Calabar and she's over in the UK. So, uh, you know, me being around great chefs always guided me to the right direction to even develop my skills. But mum's a fantastic cook and, you know, we would always sit down together at the dinner table and eat together and every Sunday would be a huge family feast, you know, and that was really good to see that side. And she would always make me be in the kitchen. Even if I did or didn't want to cook with her, I had to be in there. You personally give a lot in mentoring. Yeah. Do you feel the industry as a whole gives anything back? Um, yeah, definitely. I think, you know, like having the TAA Awards to acknowledge yes. us you know, for our great efforts and everything, I think it's really important to be recognised. So, yeah, our industry does do a lot. And, you know, yourself, Adam, as well, you know, you invest a lot of time, not only with myself as well from the very beginning, yeah. but now through our use as well. And that's really important. It's about Australian chefs yeah. growing and about investing into our communities and, you know, into our kitchens you know, you, for the future. You do that now with the Shangri-La. You've... Uh, pretty much started redefining what uh, <laughs> food is in hotels. Um, oh, yeah. And, you know, you've come from an extensive hotel background, especially overseas as well. Mm. Tell me a bit about why you took that journey in hotels. I was working at Bevers Pavilion for, like, over five years and working 80, 90 to 100 hours and, and not even once received a thank you. And that, to yeah. me, is really important. We should always thank people. Every morning you should say good morning and every evening when people are going home you should say thank you very much for your hard work, have a great day. It's important. I never got that. Yeah. So it was never enough. So then I was ready to move on. You know, when people aren't appreciated, it's time for, to move on. And there's an op job opportunity at Shangri-La Hotel Sydney. And Gary Willis, that's yes. another man that really invests his time and energy into Australian pastry chefs um, and chefs as well. Yeah. Turned around and said, and I don't go to a hotel. You know, the hotels aren't, 
you know, the ideal place. I said, Gary, I can change it. He goes, can you change it? I go, yep. Because if anyone can change the way that hotels are seen, it's you. I said, I'm going to make it the workplace. I'm going to be the rock star in there. I'm going to make sure that, you know, we are doing amazing things and it's profitable as well. So I went in there and, yes, I was getting into trouble all the time because I went with quite a um, forward way of working as well. But, you know, we ended up doing great things, you know, dessert degustations in the kitchen, which is very old school. And some, you know, some people see that it's something new, but it's not. You even reinvented high tea. Yeah. High tea, definitely. Yeah. Um, we're actually doing a yum cha trolley now. Yum cha trolley, fantastic. <laughs> so, um, for Chinese New Year. And then there's also, you know, Sweet Street, the gingerbread train, the wheels are moving and the lights are happening and the smoke machines. And it's activations like that's important as well, because yeah. it brings people into the um into a five-star establishment, but everyone's talking about us, you know, yeah. and it's important. Not just Shangri-La, Sydney, but it's hotels in Australia, right. and that's important. One thing I love about what you do is you give, not only give you 110%, but you give and you keep giving more, and the industry I'm, I'm seeing, mm. it's changing. You're, a lot of chefs that have worked under you, you know, these guys are leading kitchens now. Oh, of course. And that is just amazing to see. Yeah, and I've been very tough on them as well, Adam. Like, I do run it really tough. Like, as much as we see social media and it's all fun and everything, you know, these, these kids come in with polished shoes, the boys are clean-shaven, the, the girls have got their hair slicked back. You know, I'm like a sergeant with them. Clean, tidy, organised, the whole lot. Because I believe that if they walk in with no self-respect in their appearance, then what are they going to do with the food as well? Great. You know, and I'm still there five days a week with them. Sometimes it could be seven. Very rarely, but if it needs to be done, it needs to be done. So some people see me in the spotlight, but I'm still in there with my team. Every single day I'm communicating with them. If it's through Messenger, seeing what their setups are, or if they need questions or anything, I'm still available. So yeah. I think I'm working more harder now than I did when I was younger, going up the ranks. But, you know, it's, it's part of it. So um, it's not easy, you know, you're uh, an industry icon, you, you're starting to become a celebrity, even though you may hate that term. I do hate that word, you know. <laughs> um, but how do you inspire others? Uh, because you've worked really hard, and I don't think people really understand how hard you've got mm. to be where you are. You just didn't appear overnight. No. Where, where did this all start? Um, I think the competition, when I was going to get kicked out of Sofitel, and then put into a, you know, out of my comfort and training and developing, I saw a different light. Yep. So, you know, I saw the love and I saw also the fact that I had strong people around me, you know, like Marcus Moore, Andy North, and still I've got that relationship with them as well. And I love Andy so much. Yep. Um, and then Julie Sharp and Catherine Boyd. And, you know, I surrounded myself with good people. So when people were giving up, they were always in there in my ear and as much as like, oh, I hate them. Why are they nagging me? Well, there was a reason behind that. And there's always my mother as well behind me. And, you know, she's always been, a, um, you know, and like, we're talking about this before, you know, it's, yeah. as long as my daughter's doing an honest job, that's all that matters. So it didn't matter if I swept the floors or washing dishes, which is still a great job, please don't misunderstand me, but it was always an honest job. So surrounding yourself with great people when you're going through the ranks and the hardship and everything is super important. And I still do that. I surround myself with people that I can learn from, yeah. that I can develop. And that can comfort me as well during hard times as well. Do you feel the pressures of that tagline, celebrity? I hate that word. Why, why do you I'm hate it chef. so much? Yeah. <laughs> because you are in the limelight. You've yeah. created desserts that people, you know, Instagram and, and you've had me and hits on, you know, different parts of the, the internet. Yeah. You know, you are, and you've been on TV, you're creating a book. And going back said, on TV. <laughs> and going well. back on TV. <laughs> How, how do you break away from the kitchen and the, the celebrity lifestyle, which does come with that? Yeah. Um, 
I think the celebrity status, let's say, is also beneficial. Yes. You know, like people do come up to me, they want to take the photo, but they also want to tell me their story. That's so important as a chef, especially when you've been on TV, to listen to people's stories. It's not always about your story, it's also about other people's stories. So they're going to show me photos that they've created, they're going to tell me how much they love my dessert, but they're also going to tell me what they cooked the other day. And that's important to hear. Or, you know, we've had a lot of people, you know, message me or email me saying that they were going to take their own lives, but watching me on TV changed that, and I get a bit emotional about that, because you don't think about that, you know, you just yeah. do your job and you don't think about it. Like, I love attention. So the TV thing gives me that, yeah. that attention-seeking kind of thing. But I've always been like that as a kid as well, you know, being naughty, getting that attention, you know, and I love that factor. Um, and I think that celebrity status helps. It helps being able to mentor people or, you know, generously give gifts as well. Like I'm with Kenwood, the ambassador, and, you know, they give me Kenwood machines to be able to give to young people that are, you know, yeah. unfortunate or need help or whatever. And that's really nice to be able to do that. You know, you, you talked about young chefs, you know, coming as your inspiration because they were at the brink. Mm. How do we encourage that now in the industry when life has changed, social media is prevalent, um, you know, cooking shows are everywhere. Mm. How do we get the young kids changing their mindset? Um, I think by guiding them, yeah. you know, being in the kitchen with them. So I can't turn around and tell my chefs, I need you to do this, but then I'm not in there doing it with them. So I'll do a bakery shift at 2am with my guys and finish up at 2 in the afternoon, whatever it may be, because I need to be there hands on with them. Yeah. You know, it's guiding them, it's nurturing them. Like I've got a Taiwanese chef coming in, spend a week with my team just so they can train and develop and I'm going to be in there learning as well. And you know, and the other day we were talking all about pectins and everyone was giving the input. I was learning stuff from them, I was teaching them stuff and it's important to engage with them yeah. and value your, your team. So important Thanks. that value, that thank you, and appreciation, and doing family dinners where you go out and just have a burger, maybe in a beer, whatever it may be. Yeah. But it's engaging and it's it's feeling as a team. Because you're you're about your team. hundred oh, percent. I've seen that from you. You uh, normally push your team in front yep. uh, a lot, and I don't think you realise how uh, important that is to your team members. Mm. Because I've, I've worked across with your team and it's, it's really nice to hear them talk about you, you know, in a, such a positive light mm. because you're endorsing them, you're pushing them. And, you know, you have a, a massive team yeah. of not only just strong chefs, but also female chefs. Yes. Uh, which I find uh, phenomenal because we need to support uh, females in this industry and I don't think we do that enough, yeah. but you do that well. And you know, you talk right from your sous chef to your apprentices, mm. you see this passion. And when they talk about you, it's this in glowing reference. That's pretty cool, Anna. I know, I know, it means a lot. You know, the other day they said, chef, just so you know, we love you. And I'm like, what? Like, how nice is that? You know, I want them to walk in with a smile because they make me smile. Sometimes they frustrate me, you know, like they, you know, and I'm sure they say the same about me, but they are like my bread and butter. Like without them, I wouldn't be where I am. Now, do you resonate yourself as a fantastic chef or a fantastic female chef? I see myself as an apprentice. Great. I'm learning why, all why the time. That? Well, I'm just learning. learning, always. Like I said, you know, we're just talking about pectins yesterday. Yep. There was different opinions and everyone was talking about it and stuff. And I was like, what about if I do this, what about that? And then they were talking about other products to me. So, you know, I'm always learning. So do I see myself as a female? Well, I'm a female. 
but if I start putting myself into that box, then I'm going to, I don't know, it's really important to see myself as a chef yes. and as a person and not necessarily as a female. Is there any inspiring words for anyone that's coming into this industry right now or people thinking about this career? What would you say to them right now? Stay humble, stay grateful, yeah. um, definitely be passionate and just constantly read and go out there and meet chefs and work with people that are going to be able to allow you to grow, yeah. that they're going to inspire you, they're going to motivate you. And that's not just necessarily in the workplace, but that's life in general as well. And a poll of you, uh, I want to say thank you very much, A, for coming on the, the show, but also for what you do for the industry. And um, I've known you for a long time, and I love your passion, I love your enthusiasm, and I love how you give lots back. So thank you so much. Thank you for doing what you do in the industry, and I cannot wait to see the next chapters of oh, the Poll of You. Adam, you're too kind. Thank you so much for everything you do for me in the industry as well. No thank problem. you, and for being a good friend. Thank Let's you. Let's not forget that. Anytime. Thank you.